Zoe Bala is a South African musician and producer who exploded to stardom with quite a group TKZ in 1997. Damn, I'm old. Was it in 1997? He's since launched a solo career in gospel music. He was a celebrity contestant on the first season of the SABC2 reality competition Strictly Come Dancing in 2006, partnering up with a professional ballroom dancer Keho Motsabi. The couple came third. At the age of 11, he entered the Shell Road to Fame competition in 1986 and reached the semifinals. But first broke onto the big scene, uh, the music scene itself, uh, with Kabelo Mabala and Itukulo Shabalala, who with Zwai formed the group TKZ. The group were to become a revolutionary group uh, in the Kwaito scene completely. And uh, when they released singles, uh, Take It Easy, a holiday hit Palafala and the ever-popular Shibobo, which featured Bafana Bafana player. And now, actually, we should say which featured uh, coach of Cape Town City, FC, Benny McCarthy. He's in studio right here, not feeling cold like most of us in his shorts. He's Zwaipa. I'm like Are you good? Yes, I'm good. I'm and good. not cold. Not as cold as you guys. Hey, you guys. Studios can be cold. Yeah, I guess, yeah. The moment I walked in here, I'm yeah. like, I was in UK, ABC. No, it's a sign that things are bad. You can't buy, you can't buy warmers. <laughs> I, I'm it's good to have you here. Uh, yeah, man. It's good yeah? to be here. It's good to be here. How, how do you describe yourself lately? You know, you, you, you've metamorphosized so many times. Yeah. What is your identity now? Actually, it's a good question because I should really be starting to think about how I'd identify myself these mm. days because I'm I'm tired of when people say, what do you do? Yeah, I do this. I also sing with my brothers. I also write. I also, You know? Yeah. I want to get to a point where it's like, what do you do? I write. Yes. You know? Um, yeah, man. I, I'm, um, I'm passionate about the advancement of the African child and uh, telling our own stories um and really building our people to believe that uh, what they need is actually amongst them mm-hmm. uh, there isn't enough in our education system or even available information and uh, and literature that tells us a lot about us yeah and uh, what we need to know and we really need to know about where we come from more in order for us to know where we're going and just what we're made of um uh, sadly our foreign brothers and sisters know a little more about us many times. Yeah. And uh, that's why they can just come and just take it and package it and brand it and, and sell it back to us and everyone else. And uh, so I just want to, that's what really drives me every day. So but, yeah, I've but, got but, projects, I've got projects in the way. Uh, okay, that I've been because, because you see, I was about to say what you told me can't answer my next question. That Does that put bread on the table? <clears throat> that's exactly it to realize those things that will actually put bread on the table for a little longer. Yeah. And uh, that we're spending all that time putting crumbs on the table. Yeah. And uh, it's really taking up a lot of our time and a lot of our resources. So we, in order to get out of a situation that keeps repeating itself, we must really look at what's the real situation and how do I get out of this permanently? Yeah. Um, it's just sad to to see the talent that we have and the brain that we have and we keep, uh, we keep uh, taking it Taking the credit elsewhere, yeah, not to ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So, so everything is just really just driven by that. And and, and and I'm hoping I can get something out of you. <laughs> One or two of the projects that you're working on. 
Can I touch her? Hmm, <laughs> I have not launched. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, I guess I can say um, a dream or a vision or something. It wasn't that hectic. Uh, it was, you know, in my mind uh, that I had from as far back as I would say 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really grew over time and it came back strongly a few years ago uh, about um, coming up with a a vocal hub, uh, ultimate solution to singing. Um, you know, uh, yes, I went to the Dragonsberg Boys Choir. Everyone says, yeah, I went yeah. to Dragonsberg. And, yeah, Konja, hey, Dragonsberg. Like, hey, he's really good. He can read me. Yeah, hey, Dragonsberg. Yeah, hey, Dragonsberg. <laughs> and Dragonsberg is getting a lot of credit for what I can do. Um, and, uh, you know, I keep saying that there are many parents, black parents, that take their kids to the Dragonsberg because they want them to be like Zwei yeah, or like Loiso. You know, uh, what made me is not just Dragonsberg. It's Growing up in the townships, uh, being exposed to uh, all the music, the church, the traditional gatherings, um, the sondo, there's like church, and it's traditional, yeah. and there's also Bonagain yeah. churches, and there's also Imizabalazo, which I had, um, I now see as a, as a really big plus in terms of what has made me and formed me. Being born in the mid 70s, um, you know, I've got a good sense of apartheid, a very good sense yeah. of apartheid. And uh, and I've got a good sense of this side as well. And that's why I firmly believe there will never really be like another TKZ because, you know, the kids, nothing wrong with them, but mm. I mean, they grew up in a different world. So what informs that is different. Um, you know, they there's a lot that they don't have, which we had. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's basically what I'm creating with the, with uh, what I'm going to launch eventually, uh, this vocal hub where singers can have all that and they can be like Bala Brothers, be able to sing anything from Bach to Yosundo to, yeah. you know, to anything in any language. Uh, you know, I can I can read German, I can read French, I can read Italian. Uh, and uh, we, when we used to tour the world with the Dragonsberg, wherever we went, we'd learn like folk songs or the national anthem of yeah. the place and wherever we'd sing that, it would be, you know, like a massive thing. So, yeah, man, so I'm basically you know, creating this so people can be able to have sustainable lives and singers can can really get uh, the most they can out of singing um, and be able to get bonds, you know, uh, and so on and uh, and understand what it's all about and yeah. create a proper industry. Um, not what we really have now, but we still call it an industry. And we still have that. I mean, we still have a situation today that people like Masatini had many years ago. It, it has to be shameful. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, though, even when when artists make money, one of the problems is savings. Uh, let, let's forget about now great stuff that we do to create proper money. But even when the guys, some guys have made some money and they lose it too quickly. Yeah, but you see, it's more than just savings. That's just one of the yeah one of the things that happened, which is unfortunate. But uh, guys don't even know how to charge. You know, yeah. I I employ, you know quite a lot and a lot of musicians and singers and when you call someone in i'm talking about seasoned guys or guys that have been around yeah. it's like so much uh what are you gonna charge me the guys like ah, I'm fine. I'm fine. you know and that is that is not good um guys don't uh they don't even know what they're spending on stuff uh they don't counter in 
I mean, like, I don't get a lot of invoices. Sometimes they know Mabaspan, and I was like, hey, you know, and my invoice, why? Okay. Yeah. You know, and I check sometimes, someone to help them, or they did themselves. But you can check by the invoice number, you know, Lomunda invoice. And when you don't see what you're spending your money on or how you're making it, uh, it's not so easy to budget and, and, and work around the money that you make. Um, and also, you don't counter in, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, traveling, yeah. mm. and also the, the amount of time you spend at rehearsals, uh, whereas, you know, like th- that time you're spending on one gig, you're taking more time into that and less time on what, wherever else you could, yeah. be, you could be making the money. Uh, so, you know, so that all impacts. And sometimes I can tell you now, people don't even realize that actually they're paying for the gig more than it's actually paying them. They've actually lost. They have. No, they've made no money. They are subsidizing they, the gig. Absolutely. If they were to count their expenses, uh, they would find that they've actually spent money as opposed to have made money. Um, and that's a sad case. And with what I'm going to launch this year is, um, you know, uh, it's paramount for people to be able to sight read. Not even just sight read, but be able to to read music, music literacy. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I know it sounds harsh, but if you can't read or write music, I mean. You're good as illiteral in music, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, with Bala Brothers, whenever we performed with, uh, you know, ever perform with a band or an orchestra, we have guys that read. So we don't rehearse five weeks for a gig. Yeah. You know, it's just one day checking out the music, and the next is a is a sound check and a bit of you know a check here and there, heads and tails, and we do the gig. And therefore, because you're not spending so much time on on just learning the music, and in Kumbuluguti, the more of you there is, yeah. is the more the mistakes are likely to yes. be. Because if we want, when the mistakes, like, okay, guys, let's start again. And like, hey, sorry, guys. And guys are relying on their memory. You don't have to rely on memory. Because this can be written down. You know, this it should can, be written down. Yeah, or you should be able to read. I'm, I mean, I know a lot of people, when you're listening to the radio and it's like, hey, like, you know, the guy who's, who's, who's doing the show is like, but they're reading a lot of yeah. the material. Imagine if they yeah. had to memorize it, you know? So you I've got a script in front of me. Yeah, so yeah. um you know it's about it's about uh it's about setting up systems of making things easier and, and more manageable and less stressful. Um and therefore you're saving time which is resources um that you can you know you can use. Uh I think ultimately we all work so that we can have a better life. Yes. We all work so we can spend more time with our families so that we can have you know what I'm saying so can, we can have our lives but now <laughs> if you're just going to be working, you know what I mean? When are you actually going to do what you're actually working for? It's been 22 years since you broke in, into the scene. I, I would reckon that in the 22 years, there have been great moments. And and it should come out, should have come out with a few wins, like great investments over the years. <laughs> Things that you look back and say, did well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we learned on the job. Yeah. Um, and there's just so much. Um, there's just so much more that uh, people need to focus on. Uh, in this field of music, uh, you know, you know, people just like, so therefore, so therefore you can go into business because this is business. Yeah. You become a business. And like I've been saying, I mean, let alone uh, not knowing how to quote, not knowing how to do invoices. Uh, you know, even a doctor that's just finished university, whatever seven years they spent university, they ca- also just can't open a surgery. Yeah. They need to know they will need a receptionist. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be able to 
to do tax returns, be able to do all that stuff. So it's beyond even just the craft, even just the craft. Yeah. And then, so when you know how to run at least a business, um, uh, I don't care what product you have, what you can be selling sugar or you can be selling your singing. Uh, but still, you need to be able to manage it. And uh, in order to, to make it or be known, uh, you know, or to get the traction of, of your consumers, the, the, one of the most challenging things is managing that, that, that you know, that, that business, yeah. uh, especially when, once it's happening. And, and also, just as much as it's hard to manage failure, it's just as hard to manage success. Mm. And some people are not prepared for managing the growth you know, that comes with it. And uh, so now that's still just on, we've gone past the, 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 the craft itself. We've gone past the management itself. Investment is another mm. thing. Uh, and you really need to know, uh, you know, how it's done. And some people will think that, you know, success is just success. Yeah, I've made it. I've, you know, I'm selling so many records. And uh, I remember once I was chatting with my, with my brother once, with hey man, you know, this company, Bala Brothers Productions, uh, you know, I'm keeping having to think, geez, we need to get someone who's going to do this for us and need a production manager full time. We need uh, someone that's going to run the office bookings and yeah, 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 you know, especially after I realized, good to know, to give someone else like a manager 20% of whatever we earn. They didn't make us. Yeah. You know, they did. What are they getting 20% for? And I got to a point when you talk about the 22 years, I got to a point where it's like, no, but my business is, is steady and mm. it's and it's happening. So whoever just takes it on will I will not be getting work because they've done the work for me. I've done the work over the years. They're you probably know, doing administration. Exactly. So so I just might as well get someone that's going to do the administration yeah. and you pay them uh, a particular whatever figure, you know, every month. So and then I said to him, but actually there is all these other services that we actually you know what? Because I read that one year with hey Google this year alone bought twenty one companies. I'm like, wow. And what they do is that they buy companies that already have that expertise. Yeah. And then they just, they use their back end and what they have, you know, so that company has that support and everything that Google owns in order to run more, more efficiently. And even if there's someone that started that business and, and it's their baby, you know what I'm saying? They can even get them in to run that yes. wing of the business, you know? So, um, then it's like, actually, I must learn about acquiring companies. In fact, not I must learn. I was like, then I must acquire companies. Now I'm at a point, it's like, I actually need to go and study. <laughs> Is that where you are now? That's where I am now. Wow. And uh, no, but now it's so far removed now from, from uh, what I'm about. Uh, it's about investments. And uh, I can know the value of what I've built. But I need to talk the talk. I need to know that if someone knew, would you know they can make so much, so much more out of this? It's only not because they've done it, but because they can quantify it mm. and can talk mm. the language and, mm. they, and, 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 and know the know-how. So the more time you waste on learning on experience, you could be spending that time on, on uh, you know, you could be spending a tenth of that time or just a little bit of that time, just really knowing what about, go and read about it and really get into it from people that know. And then come back, and then you can spend the rest of the time making that money. Is fame related to fortune? Do they do they work together? Do you become more? F do you make more fortune because you're famous? It depends on if you know how to capitalize on the fame. Um, 
And it's not necessarily the person who is famous that's going to make the fortune. Um, some <laughs> some people know that, you know what? Listen, I don't care about people. I care about brands because the product is a brand. So it's like I know that once I've invested in this brand, it will be so famous that as long as they have one big hit, that's all I need, just that one big hit. Yeah. And then there'll be loyal fans and, and loyal customers that whatever I release next, as long as that brand is attached to it, there are those consumers that are just loyal enough that they'll spend their money on before they even check out the product. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, it's really identifying, uh, and it's not up to even just the person that is famous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There can be people that have record labels that have a couple of these guys, and and they re- they realize how they can create the fo- the fortune out of the fame they have, and that belongs to them. Yes. It's about who owns it and what they can do about it. You know, when they talk about uh, luck, you know how it's generally defined is uh, opportunity meets preparedness, and uh, some people can have these opportunities, and don't even know what to do about mm. or they don't even see them as opportunities. They don't even know that they yeah. have opportunities. And you're yeah. like, dude, if I had access to that guy, what I would do with that opportunity? You know what I'm saying? So you 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 catch on to it in Jay Sazo is like, oh you want you because it talks to what I've been preparing yes. for. So you can detect it from a mile away. Our guest on Fame and Fortune is Zwai Bala. You know, uh this is this is the same guy who with his Piers came up with that Shibobo song. You know that Shibobo song, eh? Uh, you saw 280,000 units, that album. And still counting. Still counting. Now, wow. Shibobo, we didn't get a single percentage on the publishing. Because, Not w- because we used the, the riff of uh, the final countdown. Have you ever been broke? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even looking at you. <laughs> Let me answer the question, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it also depends on what it is you're trying to gain from that. You know, you know I, all I'm saying is that, and especially because we, you're speaking to me more as a businessman more than just an artist because I, 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 I want people to look at themselves as business more than just yeah. can sing. And sometimes it goes wrong. Sometimes yeah. it just goes wrong, and it's not because you were careless. Yeah, maybe you invested in something that didn't work. Yes, you know, and 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 I think why I say depending on the question you ask, have I ever been broke? I think it's a lot of people also don't get the difference between money and cash flow. Yes, you know, you can have assets, you can have stuff that you know. I can just go off and make the money now, but it's just a cash flow in order to make this thing happen, yeah. you know. Uh, and that also needs budgeting, also needs, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I know when it's just cash flow problems, and I know when it's money problems. So uh, I, I like the next question myself. <laughs> you seem to like a lot about it. I like no. the next question. I promise you, <laughs> you know the next question I love so much. So when when I talk to people like you, who have been through so much and have learned, and now you're creating. I mean, you you started even to compare what you're doing to Google. It tells me the level w- that you at. Yes. And it probably tells me you probably know every cent that goes in and out of your business, how it's spent and how it's accounted for. But, and then it gives us an impression that this guy would be so strict with money that they would not even buy themselves candy or ice cream. 
But I always believe all of us have some weakness, some extravagance. This one thing that even if we strict with our money, there's always this, I just love jackets, or I just love travel, or I just love... Yeah. What's your extravagance? Okay. Before I come to that very last thing, yeah. I'm not necessarily like that with money. Uh, because I know Google and all that stuff. Yeah. In fact, I want to get to a point where I have enough that I don't have to worry about <laughs> the rest. Because I like spending, not that I like spending money, I've got my paid peeves, I've got my stuff that I like to spend on. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, yeah. I'm actually a very giving person and and I like convenience, you know. Um, yeah, otherwise, what I really, geez, what I know I have a weakness for is software. <laughs> Yeah. Software, yeah. Um, you know, it's like stuff is being developed all the time, especially in this age, just like technology. It's mm. just like, I mean, you know, everyone is into Apple yeah. now. I've been into Apple since the 90s. Really? Uh, yep. Like Palafala was done in an Apple. Wow. Yeah, so I've been into that. So by the time they were introducing all these other stuff, I was like, I had been thinking before that oh, it to be cool if they had their own phone, to be cool if they had a watch, and then it comes. And young tall. So I've been into that. Now, you, anyone that knows Apple well, they know like accessories that come with it, you know, like, and you have to have that in order to for that to talk to that. And yeah. they talk to each other. But it's like, but do you want it or don't you want it? <laughs> exactly. But I like the psyche though behind that, you know? So, so anyway, yeah, what I was coming to so is... You're, you're, you're a soft, software man. Yeah, like, and I mean, I've wasted a lot of money. It's like, geez, I really didn't have to spend that money, that much money on that, you yeah. know? Uh, but but you do you 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 in, you buy it because it's part of your business. Uh, yes, it's, that's it's, how yeah. I justify yeah. it. Yeah, looking on the other one, and at least it's it's a business expense. Yeah, one so yes. you know, and my tax guy, you know, <laughs> asked me, he's like, oh no, it's software. It's what I do, you know. Uh, but at least you you know you learn with uh, you learn with time and and a few mistakes. Yeah, here and there. So uh, let's go back to the twenty two year thing. Okay, uh, and I mean. You know, you're also a, a, a summer award winner in 2002, uh, single lifted. The, 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 the famous award. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, the fa yes, the famous <laughs> award. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've worked with, with Hugh, you've worked with Hot Sticks, you've worked with everybody that matters. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you look back and say, I have made it? You know, I'll, this is uh, with the utmost modesty. Um, Someone asked me one time, who would you who would you like to meet? You know, and I thought to myself, actually, I think I've met everyone I've ever wanted to meet. Um, from this dream that I had as a kid, uh, listening to Huma Segela when I was a kid, it was like, Nabo Prakaifa. So I didn't know what it, these are the guys in exile. And, yeah. And uh, those musicians, Badlalagu, off the wall guard, like Michael Jackson, Young Toy, like, yes. but I could tell a good song, a well-written song, and and I remember the Bee Gees, "How deep is your love? Yes. Is your love how deep is?" And it goes, "I really need to know, cause we're living." It just goes and just grows, and like yo, and I'm like four, and my mother tells me when I used to run away when that song plays because it was like, what a great work of art. Yes. I couldn't interpret or articulate what was going on, so um. And I know how my father used to used to 
you know, adore uh, humor Sekela, you know. And not knowing when I, when I was 29 years old, you would say I wanted to produce my record. So, I mean, a bo brand. I mean, there's no one of, you know, yeah. I've never kind of worked with. So, I think my life, even before TKZ, I know you talk about the 22 years, uh, when I wanted to write my book uh, some years ago, I thought I'd only write it up to the break of TKZ yeah. because there was just so much. And you know, when you're in it, you don't see it. Uh, it's, it's so true. You know, it's when you're out, you're like, wow, that's actually quite a phenomenal life. That is quite something, you know. Uh, so um, if I don't learn from it and really capitalize on it and, and, and make the most of it, not just for myself, but uh, the world I'm in and the world that my children will be in, you know, it would have been a, a, a shame, not even a waste, a shame. What? Why two last questions? Promise you I'm done. <laughs> not 22. Just two <laughs> last questions. Probably touched on it a bit earlier. Do, do, you, do you believe... It's one thing for me to hear you say musicians, stroke artists, stroke entertainers do not know their brand, do not know their product, they don't know their value, they don't know how to price themselves. It's, it's the one part. The other side, though, does the industry appreciate and, and, and pay the rent value that artists are worth? In this country, at least. Yeah, this country is a sad case because um, <clears throat> we... It should not be the industry, whoever you talk about, that should know the value. It should be the artists themselves. Mm. As you embark on on uh, producing or inventing this product, and you know, you should know. Would it, listen, if I go on this, this is how much money I'm expecting to yeah. make, and use a bit of market research. And like, if this was really big, what's the What's the most money or what's the least I expect to make? Yes. You know, because we spend a lot of time because we love music. We have the love of music or we love what we do and we don't account for that time. You know, uh, you don't want to spend a lot of time and make minimal uh, returns, you know. So um, I think it's very important that we know we know the value ourselves uh, and 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 we don't have to be conventional mm. uh, and like how things have always been done. Abanya uh, even goes to the extent of saying, What are you saying? Yes. You know, deal. Uh, what deal is it? You know? Uh, you should be able to to know Nam I've I've lost a lot, you yeah. know, because I didn't understand these things or I didn't really think about them. That people were getting the especially in this in this field, because because someone pays for your recording and they own everything, not just that recording, but your likeness, your your public image, your whatever. And then if you appear or feature on anyone else's product, they must say courtesy of yes. that dude. Yeah. They own everything yeah. that you've done. Namashia you know? wa they created. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like and it's like now, what about some of us who flipping studied? Yeah. You know? So we studied everything for you so that you can make the money. You know, so that ownership of masters, that ownership of everything, it's it's wrong. In fact, mm. those artists' contracts should be re, should be revisited. As far as I'm concerned, to be blunt, they are evil. There's nothing fair about that. As simple as that. As simple as that. Okay, so uh, we're no longer talking about 22 years now. <laughs> in the 40 years that uh, 40 years uh, uh, odd that that you've been in this game. <laughs> 
either as a young kid or or by other people or creating or producing or writing at which point did you realize there's a million dollars in my bank account eh <laughs> <laughs> Million dollars, money bang, I'm lose. Million to a lose. I'm lose, and some of it you spend. Yeah, I'm lose. It's just sad when you, you know, you, you know, you like, you don't count what you buy or stuff that's sitting there as just you know money that you have, and then you think it's just there to spend. Yeah, uh, but I must say that uh, when, when we were sharing a house together with TKZ, and uh, our first. You know, we we used to live those days. We lived just on show money. Yeah, that was enough. That was enough. At least we didn't have our own homes. We lived together. We were together all the time. Yes. But some There was no cars, and uh, we're not taking any advances. We're not, you know, not doing anything. Best pilang and a lot of it was cash. You know, yeah. and the treasurer was Mister Kabelu Mabeloni. <laughs> 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 And uh, and uh, really, busy sharp, like yes. busy sharp, you yes. know. Uh, and I remember this one time, like the royalties came, checks, like all of them at the same time: artist, production, and publishing. Yes. And yeah, no, it was uh, quite a day. <laughs> 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 and you know, like Tunisia Spain, and you're just yes. traveling the country, just Do really start performing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I hope the guys will just forgive me for this. Just, uh, I remember we, we uh, but I think it's important for for aspiring musicians out there. Now, on on production of TKZ stuff, um, because I was acknowledging what the guys were doing in studio, and yeah. I didn't want to be, because I'm landing Mr. Muso guy who knows what's going on, and then it's like, yeah, you're me producer. But I was like, guys, do you know that what you guys bring into these productions is so paramount? I wouldn't be able to do this stuff alone. And I think you should you should have a share of the publishing. So, you know, it was four points. So I said, uh, I said I can give you each one, one, and then I'll, t- you know, like I'll take two, but at least, you know, yeah. we're sharing. It. So I remember Kabelo distributing this thing, and then what, okay, production, okay. Tukulo, nanse yako, nanse. And Mang Cheka Lega Tukulo is like, eh, and like, yokshukute yame tiawul. And uh, wow. I remember once, some years later, walking through the corridors of Sony BMG and seeing all these multi-platinum awards of TKZ. And I was, I said to Dave Thompson, I said, hey, you know, Dave, I'm looking at all this stuff like it's hectic. You know, the sad thing is none of that money is left, <laughs> like none of it. And uh, he said something quite profound. Uh, he said, well, you know, it's why. If I was that age and I had that amount of money, I probably would have done the same. I agree. And I think it's important to uh, allow people to be at the stage that they're at. And, uh, you know, it's only experience that will teach you. So this, he's rigged up all sorts of awards from musical director, composer, singer, songwriter, arranger, teacher, and public speaker. And tonight we induct him in the Metro FM Hall of Fame and Fortune. He's been our guest, Zwai Bala. <laughs> Thank you so much, my Thank brother. you for having me. Go Thank and make you. more millions now and yeah. spend them better. I, listen, I'll take that as a prophecy. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>